Welcome to Jesus for Real Life. This is your host, Cindy Daves. If this is your first time joining us, Jesus for Real Life is a show for women and by women. And although we know that we secretly have some guys who listen, this is where we talk about all things that affect women who are trying to navigate a Christian lifestyle in a secular world. And I'm so excited, which I'm always excited to have a guest in the studio with me. And she's actually in the studio today, not by Zoom. But um, we have Miss Beulah. I swear I can talk today, people. I know it. Um, we have Miss Beulah Osborne. Your last name is Osborne, yes. And she has joined us all the way from India. So thank you so much for being here with us. And of course, her friend that she is staying with is um, our Christ for India missionary and her, uh, her husband, of course, Enoch, but this is Miss Becky Jake. And uh, Becky's kind of sitting over in the corner. She's decided to be our silent partner and cheerleader today. So Beulah, welcome and welcome all the way from India. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I'm so glad to be here. Well, good. So tell us, I know that um, you are a pastor, but you're also going to seminary here in the United States. You're, I know you're doing it online, but your, your um, college is here in the United States. So tell everybody where you're going to school. Um, I am just doing my Doctor of Ministry in Asbury Theological Seminary, Wilmore, Lexington. And um, yeah, for a week, I just came here for the classes and uh, for Two weeks I just stayed in uh, Lexington and now I'm in uh, Georgia and I'm here. You're getting quite the indoctrination into the mountains. So of course Asbury we know recently was in the news quite a bit with the revival. So did you hear about that while you were in India? Yes I, I was so excited about that and I just when I came here like I felt still the presence of God in that place. That is awesome. That's awesome. So you know it's a little bit of a of, of, you know just to think about the fact that you are um, from India and you're also a woman and you're also a pastor. So tell us what that is like because that's kind of not necessarily something you see a lot in India. Uh, yeah, it is a very great challenging for women to be a pastor in India. Uh, you can be a pastor's wife, but it's not easy to be a pastor in India as a woman. Um, but by God's grace, I'm standing still. Uh, it's in 2012 when my father passed away, um, yeah, like it's unexpected death. And uh, there was a great question in the community, in the family, in the church that who will be a pastor for the church because it's like 30 years my father worked in that ministry. And um, so, but it was God's great plan. Like when the pastors all, they came for the 30th day for my father's death anniversary. Like uh, they all just came together in the church. They ordained me and they declared in the church that Beulah will be the next pastor. Wow. So typically you would see that maybe that would be a son. Yeah. So do you have brothers? Yeah, I have two brothers. And they picked you over the boys. Yeah. Go Beulah! <laughs> Yay! Praise yes. God. Yes, absolutely. God knows. God's got perfect timing and he just knows, you know, he knew your heart. Not that your brothers, you know, were not, I'm sure, capable. But, you know, God knows and God will choose the one he wants. Yeah. And, it, and it's obvious that he chose you. So tell us about your church. Yeah, um, our church is an independent church that we are working in a community. 
my father is from that community and uh, god just gave a new life for him when he was in the deathbed and uh, so he uh, gave his life for a full time ministry he is not uh, so much educated uh, theologically or in a secular uh, but god uh, used him mightily among people uh, so a lot of miracles happened a lot of uh, demon possessed were delivered like free and uh, many disease were uh healed like many people those were sick they were healed so through that like they started a small prayer group in our land um i can say a little bit about how the church started um when my father was praying uh god just gave uh, a vision to start a church in the piece of land uh, it's uh, my mother's property actually uh so uh he was fasting and praying what he wants to do for god and uh, god was telling him to build a church there but uh, to get an um, what is that we say like confirmation he's waiting for god and uh, ne- and sometimes we don't like to wait i know we <laughs> we were talking about that in our bible study yes, yesterday yeah. waiting is hard yeah. and and so many times people think that at, at waiting you're just sitting and doing nothing but waiting is when you're getting prepared yes. there is that waiting period should be a prep a preparation period yeah and uh, opposite to our house there is a hindu lady there was a hindu lady uh, her name is rajeshwari and uh, in her dream god spoke to her um our uh, he showed our land and a small cross was there in that land and the cross started speaking to her saying you go and tell to my mother my, her name is lily um Uh, this land like give, tell her to give this land for god to build the church and i will give her lot of lands like that and uh, and this uh, cross started growing up and up and then it reached the heaven reached heaven so she was astonished by the dream and then the next morning she came and said to my mom about this dream and it became a confirmation for my father that god it's an unknown like she doesn't know about jesus but uh, how god spoke to her and how the vision it's something a uh, great so we started a small group and then it started growing and uh, we gave half land and then now it's full upper upper room that is amazing and to me what's amazing about that story is exactly what you're saying was that neighbor was hindu yes that she didn't know about jesus yeah absolutely so did she convert uh yeah later the family whole family was yeah they accepted christ oh that's awesome yeah that is that is mm-hmm. totally amazing so over the years um your dad grew the church mm-hmm. so you know talk about you know talk about you talked about you know casting out demons and people being saved you know there's so many times that people don't realize that we are there are there are enemies and demons around us i mean mm-hmm. you know people just you know, we talk about ghosts at halloween and that kind of thing and you know this is different than those you know than something with a white sheet over it this is not yeah. you know there are just like angels there's angels among us mm-hmm. there are demons among us mm-hmm. so you know talk about what that looks like when you're talking about casting out demons yeah in uh, in our place like uh, 30 years uh, before the place where we are right now and the church where it is right now um, it's filled with a demon possessed a place like uh, people like get stuck with that 
and uh, they will be shouting screaming running out of the house and doing all sort of things like uh, even like young girls young men young women uh, so uh, if it uh, just stuck inside a person then it is very hard to go out from that person so they bring it to my dad for prayer mm-hmm. it's it's a roman catholic belt so it's filled with people yeah going to a roman catholic church mm-hmm. uh, so they bring uh, for prayer so when it comes enter when it enter inside our house like the church uh, it starts scream and it tells my father's name wow yeah and uh, we don't want to come inside uh, we feel fire inside and uh, yeah we do, uh, then my father prays for them and then it just fell and then it just run away and it shouts and go away from them and they get relief and they get freedom and uh, so like that so many people came to the church and still they are in the church like yeah 40 years some are there in the wow, church wow that's yeah. awesome delivered and you know people don't realize today with demons and 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 Becky you can um, back this up i'm sure that they don't realize you know there are some people who have illnesses mm-hmm. that you know we think they're mentally ill when they could very easily be demon possessed yeah. and but they won't go they don't believe that they mm-hmm. won't go to a pastor mm-hmm. or to someone and have that cast out i mean but if it's you know it's it is absolutely i do believe that there are some people who could have some of these ailments um taken care of if they would just believe and have that cast out yeah yeah there's some it's absolutely amazing like uh, my father always like a praise fasting yeah yeah he always says like fasting and prayer delivers people yeah from all this demon possessed things like mm-hmm. that so he uh, god gave that authority for him so he delivered so many people from this and uh, through that like the area also like a uh, lot of times that we can hear uh, every time like uh, because it's small small hearts during those times and uh, it just fire and uh, people die in that so it's all now like they are free this land is free now like that's awesome yeah. that's awesome now i know becky um, when becky went uh, was in india recently and she came back and was showing me pictures some of the places like you're talking about the small huts and things you know some of the places where people live it's not like what we it's nothing it, it's nothing like where we live you know mm-hmm. we see pictures of you know beautiful places and and we want to travel and go there but talk about your villages and the different towns and and the the kind of homes and and the and the poverty that people endure yeah it is like uh, in still in india like uh, poverty is just high and um so many people like they live in the streets and uh, they live in a small huts there is no roof and uh, over their head and they just stay in a small small sticks like that and they just put it like a hut and they put some uh, plastic sheets upon that and they stay inside uh, for living and uh, yeah many don't have food to eat and uh, many don't have place when rain comes they just stay somewhere they hide some somewhere and then they are living like that and uh, no water proper water like drinking water and uh, there is no proper drainage system so many uh, huts are in near the drainage system in mm-hmm. india yeah wow 
That's, you know, we are, we are so fortunate in America. We just don't realize, you know, exactly the gifts that we have, you know, to have bottled water, you mm-hmm. know, that you can buy bottled water in the grocery store. I mean, I remember as a kid drinking from the water hose mm-hmm. and we thought that was horrible. Mm-hmm. And to think that I would have to go and drink from a drainage ditch or a stream or something. And people even now, you know, we're in the mountains. And so many times, you know, if you're hiking or something, you'll pass a stream. Uh, People hiking on the Appalachian Trail, they literally take tablets or they boil the water before they drink it. And, you know, they'll tell us when we're hiking, don't drink the water because you don't know what kind of bacteria or whatever is in it. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you guys would be happy to have some of the streams that we have in the water here. Yeah, I'm so blessed to be here. Absolutely, all the good waters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And all the nice hot showers. Yes. You know, I bet bet that's, you know, I I just can't imagine. I have not had, and I want to, Mm -hmm. I've told Enoch that um, I want to, at some time I want to go to India. I mean, I just absolutely would love to go on a mission trip with you guys and, and see just, you know, to just to see it for yourself and know that God is working there. He really is. is. I mean, things are changing. Yes. Yeah. um, If I'll turn back and see, like, um, this is like 42 years of our ministry and a lot of changes happen. Like, a lot of kids are educated now and a lot of, like, uh, the living style has been changed. And, uh, yeah, the government is doing something because, like, God is changing the country so much and it's growing. Uh, because of a lot of prayers, a lot of support, sponsors, and those who are willingly coming to India and uh, sacrificially, they are doing a lot of things there, mm-hmm. working there so much because of missionaries that we all are saved, that I believe that like uh, we are who we are today. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. So let's talk about the kids because we love our kids. And I know you have children in your church and you have, ch- you know, lots of kids in your town. How are they, how are they doing? How are the kids doing? Yeah, um, we are working among the slum children in India and uh, village children. Like we can see it, like a lot of different children from different homes. Like there are a lot of children from the broken homes. Like uh, most of the village and the slums that you can see uh, children are suffering for food for clothes for education and uh, many are from abusive background Mm. you can see that like uh, parents beat them and uh, they speak bad words on them always and uh, they grow up in that situation and having their in their mind that they are not good enough to live and uh, they have a bad attitudes and they uh, grow in a bad uh, attitudes like uh, speaking the same how their parents are speaking to them so they speak to the neighbors like that to the friends like that and uh, many kids they use drugs and uh, they were in addiction and uh, many are in the child labors like working because of the poverty in the house like they are sending the kids to uh, work uh, but it is not uh, allowed the government has a law that child uh, under like 17 that you are not allowed to uh, send them to work but still many are uh, many the kids are going for work uh, wow that's sad that is very sad so do are there 
are there programs, you know, do the different churches, does your church or yeah. different churches have programs for the kids to try to get them out of this? Yes, they are doing it. A lot of uh, social works and the NGOs are doing it, like rescuing the kids from that places and then they are just putting them in the schools and uh, whatever they want to do it like for them. And how is the education for them? I mean, are schools readily available? Yes, schools are there. The government schools are there and uh, private schools are there. Um, uh, yeah, nowadays, the governments also, they are bringing with the good English uh, medium mm -hmm. schools. And I don't know how the English <laughs> are there. Even like in the private schools, like I cannot say that uh, they can speak good English. And um, But in some schools with the high standards they are they can like train the kids in a uh, fluent english uh, even though sometimes we caught up like uh, we don't know how to speak in tamil or write in tamil and we don't know how to speak in english like we end up like that mm -hmm. in english medium schools <laughs> that's amazing but you know i mean your english is very good <laughs> Thank you know you. it is i mean you know there you haven't struggled for any words <laughs> or anything so i'm really you know it's like if i went to india i'd be lost okay i know absolutely no i know curry i can say curry <laughs> and i just recently learned that curry is actually gravy yes. it's not just everything made with curry powder um becky had us over at her house for dinner and and um you know my husband's like well i you know it's like i'm not sure that i want all that curry you know <laughs> and i was like but it was just you know so she's like it's kind of more like gravy and yes. just you know it's it's the indian word for gravy yeah Curry is an Indian word that we use. Right. Yes. It's, it's not a just a powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but the food was really good. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, thank you so I, much. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love, you know, just, I love experiencing. We went on a cruise and the, um, the staff, a lot of the staff was Indian. Mm -hmm. And so all of the, every night there was an Indian dish on the menu mm -hmm. in the uh, in the dining room so I had just a great time every night whatever the Indian dish was I don't care I'll take that and so I got to try so many different things it was you know I had lamb and I had beef but it was all it was amazing mm -hmm. and I was like oh I need to I'm afraid to go to India though because I'm afraid I'd gain like a thousand pounds or something <laughs> <laughs> but here's what's amazing is we think you know because we so many we see so many people who come to this country from India that are our doctors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see a lot of Indian doctors in our in our medical facilities. So I think a lot of people have in their mind that India is this well educated, mm -hmm. you know, very wealthy country yeah. that, you know, that we get all these, you know, well trained doctors from and that's just not the that's not it. Mm -hmm. That's not it at all. It one side of India has a lot of money and one side of India has no money. That's the problem. Like uh, one side of people are very wealthy, very rich. And one side, like you can see the poverty, like down to the line. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, they need to spread it out a little bit. But um, so let's talk a little bit about what you, what is your goal with your church? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go with it? What are you, you know, what's your vision? Yeah, um, actually, I'm a pastor right now in the church. Uh, so it's like 11 years, like 10, 2012, I was ordained and, and then I'm serving the Lord for the whole year, uh, like uh, a decades I'm working in the church. Uh, I have a vision from small. Uh, yesterday also, we were just uh, listening to the Bible study with the Rick Warren. Uh, it's a dream that I had when I was small, like um, working with the children, working with the poor people, the old people, when they get old they will they are rejected by their uh, children 
and they are rejected with their children and uh, so they some are like uh, left their uh, home and they will be standing sitting begging uh, mm. in the roads it's all like um, very i don't know how to explain it in word it's very uh, awful like i cannot bear that by seeing them standing like that and uh, so i have a heart for them i want to work with them and i'm working with them like uh, the women's in the road like the uh, old people and um, i'm working with the children and i have a vision from small i had a dream so i want to build a home for the kids i want to build a home for the old people those who are left in the street and i want to build a bible school so we can educate uh, educate young people and train them and send them to place where the they have never listened to the gospel so reach to the lost like uh, sending like uh, reaching to the uh, people those who are lost so a bible school and a medical mission because in india like lot of um, medical mission is there uh, but the government also giving free medicines but i feel sometimes some they sometimes give a wrong medicines Wow. because of too much of crowd and uh, <laughs> some wrong medicines like people may uh, people died they lost their children or uh, lost their husband or lost their uh, wife it's it happened like that many times so some are not able to afford for the medical uh, things so i have a vision to build a medical uh, mission there like a hospital so people can be blessed by that and also a school for the kids because it's so important to train them uh, in a right way mm-hmm. uh, yeah there are a lot of schools in uh, india and a lot of schools in our places but still i feel like moral life is something so important like moral education is something important for the kids and uh, the disciplined life and um, and i want them uh, to know jesus absolutely yeah because without jesus we are nothing uh, we cannot live in this world uh, we cannot live a holy life in this world that is uh, so important so um, uh, many kids like um, uh, can't be able to afford uh, for the english medium schools so i have a heart to build an english medium school so if people from anywhere around the world like anyone anyone is willingly to come and join in the school like uh, they can teach them good english and oh, uh, good awesome. moral life and she's got quite the dreams doesn't <laughs> she becky wow that is so awesome and you know what's amazing is that you know that you're you're so right i mean taking the children and breaking that generational curse yes. i mean you've got the parents and the grandparents that are you know in poverty and they're they're like you say beating or abusing the children talking down to them and the children don't know any better this is what they learn as norm mm-hmm. so we need to break that generational curse so that when they grow up and they have children that they don't continue in that yes that, that is the true yeah. yeah that's the thing that uh, we need to change uh this ancestral curse and all the uh things that what they are in right now so we can just change like transform uh, transform their lives mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely through, through education like uh, yeah So we have a couple of minutes left. So I do want to say, um, if you've if you've tuned in before, um, after I introduced Miss Beulah, um, I want to say that we have um, Beulah Osborne with us, and she is a pastor of a church in India. What city are you in in India? Tuticorin. Yeah, that one. Okay. 
<laughs> I would never be able to say that. Not even going to try. But um, I have just enjoyed having you so much. But if you, you know, she has the church. You can tell she's got these great dreams. If you would like, if you're listening and you would like to make some type of, type of a donation to her ministry to help, you can do that by going to um, the Christ for India site, which is um, Becky and Enoch's um, site. And that is www.c. FI as in Christ for India. So CFI childhelp.com and make a donation there. Make sure and designate that either to Beulah or to Living God Assembly, which is the name of her church. And Becky and Enoch will make sure that that gets to her. If you can't remember all that, you can make a donation um, on my site. You can email me at um, jesusforreallife.com. Go to the um, website. You can do a contact there. I'll reach out to you. We can figure it out and I'll make sure that it gets to Beulah. But you know what? Thank you so much for being with me. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and um, then we'll then we'll get us closed out. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing both of these lovely ladies into my life, for allowing me to meet Becky and for allowing her to bring Beulah into our lives. And I just am, am so overwhelmed by what you're doing with her, through her, uh, for the people of India, for these children, for these older people, for just the vision and the dreams that you've given her, Father. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. And I just praise you for what you have done and and allowing me to be able to spend some time and hopefully um, help her out in some in some small fashion. That just by being here with me today and and having people listen, that it will it will help her ministry. However, and Father, I ask that you be with her as she flies back home on Tuesday, that you surround that airplane with um, with angels and just keep her safe and take her home when she has to come back here. Father, that you bring her back safely, that you bless her ministry in every way possible. We thank you for the gifts you give us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Anything, last thing you want to say? Uh, you know, I want to thank you so much for uh, interviewing me and uh, helping me to express what is going on in India. And uh, I'm so glad that if you're listening from anywhere in uh, US, like uh, you can just come and see what's going on in India, the ministry, what we are doing it. Uh, we are just uh, uh, feeding children and uh, clothing many people and doing a lot of social service in our community. And you can come and watch and you can be blessed. Thank awesome. you so much. Awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to Jesus for Real Life with your host, Cindy Daves, and with our guest, Beulah Osborne. And I just wish you the best week until I see you again. Bye-bye. <laughs>